0: Welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast from OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Duminal Crossing. How are you today, my dude? Uh,
1: I am doing alright, but uh, Nintendo, I am no longer asking. Tell me when the direct is and nobody has to get hurt. <laughs> it's that simple, Nintendo. Just do that. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe by the time that this episode goes out, maybe they will have announced it by then and uh, that whole line will be complete. But uh, for now... Uh yeah we are still uh we are still just kind of uh, sailing out in the open ocean with no land in sight at the moment but yeah it is what it is gonna do some direct predictions today regardless though
0: there you go you know you're supposed to ask how I'm doing after the fact that's how yeah, how that's, are it's you just it's common <laughs> I mean I'm great I'm great but uh, you know like how are you good how are you oh good how's your day go oh, it's going good okay let's get into the show got to you know. Eddie? You gotta make that, that small I'm making the the Italian uh finger motion right now. You gotta make that, <laughs> that talk.
1: So so what like uh movies, TV, shows, games have you been playing recently, Andy?
0: Oh god, okay. Well we don't have to go that in depth, but I mean uh yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm I am I'm itching, man. I'm itching. Um and I'm actually I'm double itching because I already did a show today that was uh E3 prediction focused. So actually if you listened to the Zelda cast earlier today I do apologize um, a lot of my predictions are going to be the same and in fact almost all of them are gonna be the same but I did elaborate on a few points for Omega Metroid but yeah it's uh it's E3 season even though E3 does not exist this year. they say it's coming back next year. I don't know about that I don't know if it's ever coming back to be honest um, but we'll see. But uh, we got a Nintendo Direct coming around the corner. The smart money would say that it's going to take place on the 14th of June, which as of uh, this writing is nine days away. And uh, typically Nintendo always took the Tuesday of E3 week to show off their Direct, which was kind of the last day. And I'm assuming that they're going to do the same thing this week and... Yeah, I mean, Doom, I would say, like, even if they announced it a week ahead of time, like, that's that's pretty big. Because usually Nintendo will announce their stuff, like, you know, a day ahead of schedule and just be like, by the way, we got this thing going on tomorrow and it's going to happen at, like, 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah, like Pacific time.
1: Yeah, for sure. When it comes to, like, the uh, general directs, they usually, like, announce it, like, a day or two beforehand. Whereas the E3 directs, they usually give more leeway. Last year was actually yeah. the shortest time between an E3 Directed announcement, which was, like, two weeks, I believe. or No, it was less than that. It was, like, 13 days. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, this is um, giving us a whole new record for the uh, E3 Directs. But, I mean, like you said, though, in terms of General Directs, this is really par for the course. And considering that E3 is canceled this year, maybe maybe they're just treating it like another General Direct.
0: Uh, You know, I mean, I think they are... Um, but I, I, I also do think that there is like, you know, I mean, like we just had the Sony state of play. We have the, uh, the Microsoft, uh, game showcase coming up. We have the, the summer Fest of games or whatever Keeley's calling his projects. Um, so like there, there are things happening in place of E3 and I guess we should establish something here, Doom. So we're calling this episode quote unquote E3 predictions, um, because E3 is just a lot easier to say than the direct that would take place during E3 if E3 was still a thing, but it's not this year. So we know that E3 is canceled. We know it's not technically E3, but it's just a force of habit. We're just going to call this direct E3. So, you know, it it is what it is. That's just what we're going to call it. So don't nobody tag us or get after us and, uh, you know, let us know that like, Oh, E3 isn't happening this year. We know that it's just, it's a lot easier to call this E3. Um, before we get there though, my friend, I think that we should take just a quick, quick moment to let all of our Omega Metroid listeners know that if you are down with uh, this podcast, and if you have perhaps followed my other exploits on my other podcasts, uh, the biggest podcast that I do was the Champions Cast, which is our weekly Legend of Zelda podcast. It's actually the biggest Zelda podcast in the world, which is kind of cool. And so we... We took a little step into the dark, and we did something bold, and we have rebranded, and now we are the ZeldaCast. The Champions Cast is no more. Uh, we left that behind. It was a it was a play on the Champions Ballad, which was a piece of DLC from late 2017. So we thought it was time to just kind of move on from that and, and have something that you know kind of better fit our brand, I guess, if you will. And so, to that end, the ZeldaCast is uh, is the show now, and that's the title of the show. We updated the logo, we're live-streaming every week, and rumor has it that Omega Metroid might be following suit, live-streaming our podcasts every week as well. But just wanted to throw that out there for anybody that uh, listens to my pods, and if you do, thank you. Um, But just uh, if you haven't heard on Zelda Dungeon or on Twitter or anything like that, uh, we are now the ZeldaCast. And if you want to go and give us a follow on Twitter... On Twitch, on Facebook, it's at the Zeldcast for all of those. That would be super awesome if you did. And uh, it was it was a it was a busy weekend, dude. I was really worried about the the rebrand, but you know we were kind of t- chatting before we got on, and it seemed to go pretty well. And and I thank everybody for their support. And uh, you know I hope you guys continue listening because other than the name, nothing has changed.
1: Yeah, I, um, it was really uh, nice to see you guys finally get a Twitter account. <laughs> Definitely, especially so. Gave that a follow, and if you're listening, you should all give it a follow too. It's a great podcast. I still need to catch up with a few of the episodes, but uh, yeah, Allison and uh, all the uh, all the guests they have on there super awesome people. And uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's my little plug there.
0: Yeah, well, thank you for that, Doom, and uh, you've been you've been an awesome guest on that show yourself once or twice, maybe just once,
1: just once. Maybe I was just I was just on, I I was just okay. on the uh, collab episode. But I'd love all to be a things. guest on uh, in the future, especially after I beat uh, Skyward Sword. But that is for a future oh, time. Oh
0: yeah, okay. Um, all right, so let's get to it. This this week is Spateri versus Duminal, and we have we had we decided to add a little spice to our E3 uh, picks here, and we're gonna have a little competition to see who can get more predictions right. And so we, we've kind of, we haven't exactly fine-tuned it yet. And maybe our audience can help us decide this, Doom. But the loser is going to have to play a game and stream a game that they don't necessarily want to play. And this is kind of where we're at. And you guys listening, you can give us specific game suggestions. But if Duminal loses, he is going to stream a JRPG of my choosing. But if I'm I horrified. lose... But if I lose, I am gonna stream a Kirby game of Doom's choosing. I, I've never I played. Don't love it. I love. I've RPGs. never played a Kirby
1: game, so like I don't know which one would be like the best or the worst one to give you. So I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll probably just give you something on like the um something on like the um Nintendo Switch Online, just so that you don't have to actually buy one or something like that.
0: Right. I mean, that would be ideal. That'd be ideal. I mean, I don't plan on losing. Let me let me just throw that out there for you, for you pal. But if I, well, do I don't lose, know, well,
1: Andy, I'm just saying. I don't know if you saw my uh, predictions for the February direct, but I'm just saying I was I had a good batting average there. Just uh, okay. Just okay. a forewarning.
0: I guess this is what they call uh, uh, an unstoppable object meeting an immovable force. We'll see what gives here today. Um, so we kind of devised a point system. To keep track of our predictions, because I don't know what what Doom has predicted. He doesn't know what I've predicted, and we probably have a lot of the same predictions. I would imagine Doom. Um, so the way that the way that we came up with it, and first of all, so we said that our predictions have to be like kind of specific, like not just like this is going to get announced, this is going to get announced. At least for me, I tried to be like, all right, this is going to be announced, um, with this kind of release date and this feature. Or if it was like something kind of specific, I I made an extra prediction for it. Um, So the way that we, the way that we did this is we're going to say our prediction out loud. And so I'm going to predict something and Doom is going to say on a scale of one to 10, if he thinks that that prediction is going to come true. And let's say that I say something really obvious. So like you would almost say like nine out of 10, this is going to happen for sure. So if it actually did come true, I would get, one point for the one point of uh, a gray area, let's just call it. But if I said something so outrageous, let's just say that I said that Mother 3 was getting like a full HD remake and Doom was like, there is no chance. That's like a one out of 10% possibility. I would get nine points if that came true. Did I explain that well? Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah, exactly. So basically,
1: it? yeah, exactly. So the difference, so basically... um yeah, you get you get nine points if I do one out of ten. Um, would uh, would I only get one point if? Um, so so like so I I get how many points that I get how many points that you would get if you're you're right. So on a really... so you don't
0: get any you don't get any points at all for my prediction and vice versa.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, so that way, if we do predict the same thing, then we both do get points, but. You know, it's not like one is taking away from the other. So, for example, Allison and I had some predictions that like directly contradicted each other, but they were separate predictions. So,
1: understand. Allison isn't
0: Allison isn't the, the best at this prediction game, Doom. So, I'm looking to you as like a final boss kind of opponent here.
1: Well, to be fair, I uh, I did put in some, um... well, let's say some more fun predictions. I you know because I, I I like I like the type of game that we're playing here. We're not doing the basic like. Oh, I predict Splatoon 3 is going to be there. Like, that's that's boring. That's dumb. Like, no, let's get yeah. let's get fun. Let's get wacky with these predictions. So, I'm definitely we're, we're we're definitely going going to the wild side for for a few of these. But that's but that's the thing though. If those wild predictions do come true, that's what makes the whole thing super fun. And you know what? A lot of the times they don't come through, but you know, sometimes you'll get a Metroid 5.
0: That's true. That is true. They came true last year, and there's a lot of fire, and a lot of rumbling, and a lot of buzz around the Metroid series this year. So, why don't we just jump straight into it here, Doom, and we'll we'll kick it off with our Metroid predictions first.
1: I don't know Um, if our audience wants to hear Metroid predictions. I don't know. That doesn't sound like us.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? So, I was kind of talking earlier, and it's like, this is kind of a perfect direct, almost, I feel like, because... I think that, like, obviously I think Zelda is going to be, like, the big thing in this Direct, right? Like, I think it's going to be a very Zelda-focused Direct, but I think there's going to be some Metroid stuff too. Like, I, I really do, and and we'll see that as my predictions kind of go along. So, like, I feel like these are the, the big two cojones in, in this Direct, so I'm, I'm kind of excited. I've really been burned by Breath of the Wild 2 this year, but I haven't been burned by Metroid yet, so let's go.
1: Let's oh, go. Just wait. Just uh, wait for that other M remaster.
0: <laughs> you know what? I would. I would even mind. I, I. I honestly wouldn't. I would not even mind. Imagine if they did their other M master remaster, and it was just like copying my story that I pitched. I, was, I was. about to say. I was about to say. Like that if it was your awesome. story.
1: Then yeah, of course yeah. you'd be excited. But I
0: <laughs> just see Zeno Ridley in, in the E three trailer. That'd be cool. Um, okay. <laughs> do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: Uh, sure. I'll go first. I'm reading directly from my notes here. So. So I think that we are going to. Um, I'm not going to do all all of my Metroid predictions, but I just want to prelude beforehand that I think there's going to be a string of Metroid announcements more than we are certainly used to this year, because I think the calls are just right. But we'll go. We'll go. We'll go uh, from from the uh, the basic to the good stuff. So we'll we'll start Kay. off. I'm going to do the same
0: thing. Yeah.
1: Cool. Cool. So we'll start off with Metroid Dread. So um, in the last direct, it was announced that we would have. Two free Metroid updates that have since come out the Dread Mode and the Boss Rush. Very cool updates. Still haven't had a chance to play those. I would love to stream those very soon, though. Uh, We haven't had um, any confirmation on new content, though. And, you know, a lot of people are hoping for, you know, a new DLC expansion or something like that. And I don't think we're quite going to get that. But I do think that another free update is on the way. But I think it's going to be a little bit more substantial. Than the last two we got, and so I am predicting something that even a year ago I would have never thought possible. In fact, it's something we've talked about on the po- on the podcast for that we both agreed was never going to happen. But
0: you're not going to say I, it. I think you're. Gonna oh, say it. I'm, oh, I'm man.
1: I'm I'm going to say exactly what you're okay. thinking. Okay. Okay. And um, yeah, I think Metroid Dread is getting a randomizer. I think it's oh, happening. Yes. I think I it's happening. That. And. I also think we're going to get some alternate costumes included for free. Specifically, I think we're going to get a set from Samus Returns and a set from Fusion. Uh, just for the basic suits, the Metroid suit is going to be the same thing from Dread, but all those, those power suits before then are going to be from those two specific games. So I, I guess that's technically two predictions, but those are my Dread predictions. I think we're going to get um, an announcement for at least one or two more content updates featuring those things.
0: Okay, I, I'm gonna count those as two predictions, if you don't mind, because I That's uh, fine, I yeah. think, I think so. I'm gonna assign my percentage or my score out of ten, and uh, I think that the randomizer, I'm gonna give a two out of ten, as as much as I think that would be so awesome, I don't see it happening. Um, the alt costumes, I think. I think I'm going to go Switzerland and go 5 out of 10 because I actually I don't think that that is completely like out of the question to have like the Samus Returns gravity suit or to have the the Metroid suit or the Fusion suit or anything like that. I could see that. I I could definitely see that. I don't see the randomizer though. I have to say as as awesome as that would be, I I don't see it.
1: I mean, listen, we don't have any precedent for that before and obviously, you know, Nintendo's Nintendo, but Right. Just the way that Mercury Steam has been treating, you know, the fan community and the speedrunning community and how they've been specifically catering their patch notes to, like, mostly bug crashes and the few times where they do have to patch out, like, glitches and stuff like that. They, like, give, like, a late, you know, a good explanation to why to, like, you know, they're, they're actually, like, communicating with us, which is, like something we're not used to and they're trying to accommodate you have like even people from mercury steam that are like you know actually tuning into these live streams and joining in chat and stuff like that just really cool stuff like that i i don't know i mean i'm not i'm it's not something it's not something that i know that i think is for sure gonna happen but like i think the possibility is far greater than what it was a year ago
0: uh yeah i i mean i don't uh I don't think that that's a, a bad prediction at all. Maybe the randomizer is is reaching, but I mean, man, that'd be awesome if it came true.
1: It's probably um, reaching. I'll I'll be real. It's probably reaching, but again, I want I want to get fun with these.
0: All right. Well, I have some I have uh, some Metroid prime predictions here, and I'll throw two at you um, back. So, first prediction, it's happening. Metroid Prime HD is announced with dual analog controls and will release this October. This October, Metroid Prime. So specifically, you'll notice that I did not say if it's part of trilogy or not. And I don't know if I'm like bold enough to to say that they're gonna do the just the one game or if they're gonna do it like Master Chief uh, collection style. Either way, we're getting an HD, like we're getting an HD Metroid Prime. That that is for sure. And it is going to release in October. That's that's my money.
1: Um I'll give that um hmm. I'll give you know what I'll give that a seven. I'll give that a seven.
0: Okay. Um and here we go. The second part of this prediction is aside from the dual analog controls and HD graphics, nothing content wise is going to be added to Metroid Prime HD, which is disappointing, I feel like because we've come to expect with these remakes like Samus Returns and Zero Mission that a substantial amount of content is going to be added, but I feel like they're not going to do that with Metroid Prime HD, which is especially disappointing if they're releasing it just as a solo game. But I guess that's a, I guess you could argue that Dual Analog Controls is, is a pretty big update.
1: Uh, I'm going to go a 10 on that. I totally agree with that um, as well. I mean, if there is going to be additional content, I imagine it's going to be something relatively low key, like maybe something like similar to like some of the um, some of the bonus content and like some of the um, HD Zelda ports that we've gotten over the last few mm. years. I would, I would imagine something to that scale at the absolute most um nothing, certainly nothing like a Xenoblade Chronicles definitive edition where they just straight up added a whole new game at the at the end for free but um so yeah for that second one definitely a straight 10
0: yeah i think i think that one is a is a safe one for for this game unfortunately and, and it kind of depends on if it's packaged with the other two games if, if it's with the other two games i actually don't have a problem with that at all if it's just solo i don't know that's that's a tough pill for for me to swallow. I I feel like.
1: But, I mean, listen, uh, my uh, my favorite game of all time, uh, with uh, new textures and um, up you know upres to a uh, 1080p. I am not complaining. I will pay I will pay double the asking price for that if need be.
0: I, I think I would complain a little bit actually, but I I mean I certainly buy it. But I I think that we can I think that we can do a little bit more. Um. So well, I have two more Metroid predictions. Do you want to go, or do you want me to go?
1: Uh, sure, because I, d- I definitely have some uh, some Metroid Prime uh, predictions as well before we, uh, before we get to the big one. But, uh, yeah, so Metroid Prime Remastered launches at the end of the year. Uh, no substantial bonus content, like you said, but it is going to be far more ambitious in terms of visuals than the uh, average Nintendo HD port. So I'm thinking something along the lines of Xenoblade Definitive and Wind Waker HD. Something where it's not just it's not just going to be like how you think the game looked like back then. It's going to be the second you see it, "Oh no, this is I don't know if it's going to look like a modern title, but it's definitely going to not look like a GameCube title." That that's what I'll say. Um, um
0: okay, I'll I'll go I'll go 10 on that cuz I mean, I guess if you want to get technical on the end of the year, like, to me, October is kind of the end of the year, but maybe not as quite,
1: but I'm thinking, uh, I, I well, agree completely. Well, um, so, so I'll get more specific to that as well. You predicted October, I'm going to predict November to coincide with, um, the 20th anniversary of Metroid Prime. Doesn't necessarily mean, uh, Nintendo has to do that. Nintendo isn't really one to care about the exact, you know, anniversary dates and all that, but I'm... I don't know. I, I think they're going to tie that a little bit into the marketing. Kind of kind of like they did with Dread and the Blogs. So, we'll see. Uh,
0: so I, I'm still going to go 10. Because I feel like November is close enough to October for me. That I, I think that there's, like, a little bit of wiggle room there. And, like, it's really just semantics. But I don't think that they're going to launch it in November. Just because Pokemon is already a go for November. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um... And, and maybe they could do it at the, like, the very beginning of November, but at that point, like, if you're not kind of launching in and around the day that the original Metroid Prime launched, to me, that anniversary kind of loses its luster a little bit. Um, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go 10, because I, I think I agree with, like, the core principle of your prediction.
1: Okay. Um, And then, okay. and I got, I got one more for, for Prime Remastered, and then I'll hand it back off to you. If Would you... If Primes 2 and 3 are not included, they will be released as standalone remastered titles later on.
0: So, you're predicting that at the Direct, Nintendo will acknowledge and say, like, the Echoes and Corruption will be released at a later date?
1: Uh No, I'm not predicting that. that this So, that doesn't really have anything to do with the score. That's just something that I want to make in the future. Oh, I, I, just I, to I throw... It.
0: I was, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we won't count that as an official, because we won't know that, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, think that, I think that you're right. I actually agree with that. Like, I, I think if they don't do... I think if they don't do the the trilogy, then they probably will try and and do the or at least in concept they would do the other games later. But it also depends on how Prime One does, which is why I just really yep. hope that they do the trilogy.
1: So, mm.
0: um, okay, Metroid Prime Amiibo announced. It's Meta Ridley and it's various suit Samus.
1: Ten easy. There, there's absolutely really? going to... okay. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not. Well, I'll, you know what? Actually, I'll I'll do a nine because I'm not a hundred percent confident on Meta Ridley, but like very suit a
0: five.
1: Oh no, very suit Samus. I think is a guaranteed. I I think that's a lock. Absolutely, it's either going to be the classic, uh, Samus uh, hand on her hip, gun in the air pose, or it's going to be the uh, the Prime One cover where she's standing in the hallway of the Orpheon. So that's I I'm totally willing to put a lock on that. Every single uh, Metroid title post Samus returns has, uh, gotten some sort of, uh, new amiibo support. So I feel like, I feel like, um, and, and, you know, we've seen stuff like that for the, um, HD ports as well with Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. They got their own amiibos as well. So you know, Metroid amiibo, See, I would have went a five usually... based
0: on meta Ridley. I don't know if they're going to do meta Ridley.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going nine on it.
0: There you go. Okay. I have a big one. Are you ready?
1: The big one.
0: The big one. I have two words for you. It's time. It's time. This is it. The Nintendo Direct closes. The last thing shown is a trailer for Metroid Prime 4. The title is revealed. It's a simple teaser trailer. But this is the main event of the Direct. It closes the Direct. We finally get our first look after five plus years at Metroid Prime 4.
1: 10. The main happening. event. It's happening. I've been I've been telling I've been telling people 2020, 2022 for so long. This is this is the year it feels right. And especially with, you know, the retro art banner that we all, you know, collectively lost our minds over like it's they know what they're doing. It's time. If Prime 4 is not shown at E3, um Nintendo fans, I I, I don't know what will happen. We'll probably uh self combust and considering Nintendo will lose well probably not that much of their market share but still not a great look uh to have part of your fan base self-combusting and so they got to show Metroid Prime 4 and in all seriousness though this this it's time this is the year it's it's time and and I actually I don't think it would be
0: a big deal I don't think it'd be a big deal if they didn't show Metroid Prime 4 like I, I feel like for the average fan like that's not really a big blow and and honestly like you know there is a lot of content at this Direct that if they did not show Metroid Prime 4, like, even me, like a diehard Metroid fan, I I think I'd be fine if they delivered on everything else that I, I expect them to deliver on, but, I mean, man, like, it's it's time. You know, I just, I I think I said that phrase, like, um, I don't know how many times during the Zelda cast earlier, and, and you know, you, you, there's, all, there's another game that that phrase applies to as well, but it feels like the time is right for Metroid Prime 4. Now, I'm not saying that they go full bore or anything like that, but, like, it's time for a trailer... You know the trailer that we got last year for Breath of the Wild 2? Like, that's the kind of trailer I'm expecting for Metroid Prime 4 this year.
1: Well, I'm not even necessarily expecting that much. Um, I'm expecting more of an in-engine trailer similar to the Breath of the Wild 2 reveal than I am necessarily, like, the highlight reel we got for Breath of the Wild 2 last year. Um, if we do see gameplay, I don't think we're going to see very much of it. Um, I do think we're going to see... I-, I-, I guess I'm kind of going into my version of the prediction now, but... Um, I do think we're going to see Silex. Um, I'm, I'm also predicting... Hold
0: on, just, just make your official prediction. Let's, let's go.
1: All right, sure, yeah. So I think we're going to see Silex in the trailer. I think he's going to have a a minor speaking role, so we're going to hear, like, a voice associated with him. Um, I don't know, maybe it's Chris Pratt. That's not, that's not my actual prediction. Um... And then I am guessing that we're also going to get a subtitle reveal as well. So we're going to get some sort of hint of the story. We're going to get... We're probably going to get the Prime 4 subtitle before we get the Breath of the Wild 2 subtitle at this point.
0: Which is ridiculous. Okay, so we both agree. So I'm going 10 out of 10 on the on the Prime 4 subtitle. I'm going to go 3 out of 10 for Silex, so he hasn't shown up.
1: Really? Uh, hmm. I, I was... Maybe for the speaking part, but really, if, if he in general... does
0: show up, he definitely isn't speaking. But I, I don't think that, I don't think that he's gonna show up and, and give a an evil bad guy monologue in this trailer. I don't think. I um, uh, could be wrong. I could be wrong. But uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see.
1: I th- I think so Silas is for sure showing up. The speaking, I'm not certain on, but I'm. He's for sure has to show up. I feel like.
0: Uh, you know, I, I actually, I don't feel like it's necessary to show him in, like, the first, like, ever trailer for Metroid Prime 4. I think that, I think that people want to see Samus, um, in, in the trailer, obviously. I think that they want to have, like, some kind of tease or clue as to what, like, the, the big thing is going to be. Because I don't think that Silex is going to be, like, the big bad guy of Metroid Prime 4. I think it'll be something, like, something closer to, like, the Ing or to, like, the, you know, something along those lines, Um, and I think that people want to see even, like, a brief, brief snippet of gameplay. And I think that if you deliver that, that the, the, you know, the rest of the stuff can come later.
1: Well, do they need to show Silex? No, obviously not. Like, all you have to do is show more than a logo, and, like, people are going to lose their minds and freak out and be, like, greatest game ever. But, um, yeah, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the Silex reveal. I don't know. I'm feeling it.
0: Alright, well, and, and, you know... So we both went 10 out of 10, which is actually an outrageous prediction for <laughs> for Metroid Prime 4 to be shown. Because I actually feel like the chances are not, like, that good. But I feel like if I'm predicting it, then I can't give your prediction, which is, like, the same thing. A bad score, so.
1: No, we, we're, we're, we are seeing Prime 4 this year. We are seeing Prime 4 this year, for sure.
0: It's time. All right. Um, so I, I'm out of Metroid picks, but, uh, we can move on to the rest of our direct picks
1: if you are ready. Let's move on to some Zelda.
0: Okay, you wanna, I, I guess it, it makes sense to start with Zelda, because like I was saying, this is a very, I feel like a very Metroid and a very Zelda kind of themed direct. And, um, you know what I just said about Metroid Prime 4? It's time. It is beyond time for Breath of the Wild 2. So here's my prediction, and I, I bet you were probably on the same page with this. The subtitle for Breath of the Wild 2 is revealed. The gameplay is extensively shown as part of a treehouse or whatever kind of equivalent they have afterwards, and we get a new cinematic trailer. Ten. You can't just give tens to all my predictions. I'm not going to get I any mean, points. I,
1: I- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you gotta you gotta do some uh, more hardcore predictions. You gotta gotta get all a little right, more risky. Right. Pre- you right. know what? Predict the exact subtitle, then then we'll, we'll start getting in some fun territory. How about that?
0: Oh, I couldn't even begin. <laughs> Who knows?
1: But yeah, um, we're absolutely getting a Breath of the Wild to reveal. I almost, <laughs> I almost want to predict that we're still not gonna get a subtitle. Not because I actually think that, but just because I think that would be hilarious if. They did a full blowout, and we still didn't get a subtitle after that, but uh, because because I actually do have something on the line, I'm not going to go that far, but um, yeah, otherwise, totally agree. We're going to get a big gameplay blowout. We're going to finally get a bigger sense of like what the basic bare-bones premise of the game is. Um, we're going to see like gameplay demos and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how Nintendo is going to do the treehouse this year, but I would imagine... Uh, I would imagine. I mean, I, th- do something... I think they
0: could just do like the exact same thing after and just live stream like you know them playing the game from their you know kind of like the uh, the Sakurai diaries or whatever. Um, yeah. Where they just play.
1: Yeah, or maybe, or maybe just do uh, another live stream, but like maybe from like one of their Redmond or um, Redmond or California right. offices.
0: All right, so you're you're predicting the same thing, Breath of the Wild two subtitle gameplay trailer.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything else to add there.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I mean, for God's sakes, like it's time. (laughs) I mean, it is time. If I, if, if I'm still in two weeks, if I'm still calling this game Breath of the Wild 2, I am going to puke. I will puke on stream into a bucket for everybody to see. Like that's, I, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore.
1: We'll have, to, um, we'll, have to hold you, we'll have to hold you back for the post direct discussion if they do that like
0: <laughs> oh my if I if they do not reveal the subtitle for this game and this direct I, oh my god I I will go upstairs I will pour the biggest glass of tequila you've ever seen and I will drink the whole thing'll I'll drink the whole thing on stream and just I drown my sorrows away hey uh, ay Okay, I've got I've got a few more predictions that are um, related to Breath of the Wild Two, and a few more that are related to Zelda as well.
1: Uh, um, I don't have any more Breath of the Wild Two, so you can uh, finish off that. At all first. right, yeah.
0: Let me let me rattle them off here. Um, by the way, I think I have about eighteen predictions all in all. I, we didn't really say how many we each had, so we'll just kind of we'll kind of go back and forth. Um,
1: so I have twelve. I just counted.
0: Okay, that's that's fine. Uh, so there is. There's all this information about Breath of the Wild 2, but here's my prediction. They do not give a release date for this game, even though everybody wants it. And everybody, I think, assumes it's going to be March 3rd, 2023. They do not give a release date for Breath of the Wild 2. I feel like this is kind of a low-hanging fruit one, but I think it's an accurate one. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a 10. I don't, I don't think we're getting... Unless it's like coming out at like the beginning of 2023, but I, I don't know about that. I feel like it's going to be... I feel like it's going to be late spring at the earliest, if not a holiday title.
0: If it's a holiday title, I will also puke. Like, th- this is ridiculous. It's been six years, you know, since since Breath of the Wild came out. Like, this this is... I don't know. I don't want to get down this path again. If you want to hear me rant about Breath of the Wild, you turn into the Zelda cast. Um, Alright, last prediction about Breath of the Wild 2. Princess Zelda will not be a playable character. There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of hype going around that she will be a playable character, and I, for one, would absolutely love it if she was. I think that's one of the few things that could justify the six-year, you know, time frame from Breath of the Wild to Breath of the Wild 2, is if they were like, we actually spent all this time working on, like, a new playable character engine for Princess Zelda. That would be easy for me to accept and be like, okay, I guess the wait was worth it because we're going to do something that we've never done before in the series, but I don't know if my faith is that high, so I am saying Princess Zelda is not a playable character in Breath of the Wild 2.
1: I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go a 9 out of 10, just because I agree with you. But, at the same time, I feel like something like that would, in a way, be, like, a justification for why we still haven't gotten a subtitle reveal. Because otherwise, like, the Zealot subtitles, like, yeah, they explain the plot, but they're vague enough to where they don't spoil anything. Like, Twilight Princess relevant very relevant to the story but if you just hear twilight princess on its own that doesn't spoil anything if there was something in that title that talked that like referenced something where zelda would play like a genuine playable role or something like that like a much bigger focus than usual i feel like because we haven't seen any gameplay of that i feel like that would almost justify it i still don't think it's going to happen which is why i'm going to nine but i think there's just enough wiggle room to keep it from going to a ten
0: I will say, too, that, uh, we, so we were talking about this on the Zelda cast, and, and Allison said that, like, technically Princess Zelda could be a playable character, and we wouldn't know it after this direct, which is, which is true, but I think that if she is going to be a playable character, they're gonna show it at this direct, yep, and I, I think that would be, like, the big, like, crux of the game, is, like, you know, you can play a Zelda, so I think if you don't see it, it's probably safe to assume that it's just not, you're not playing as Zelda, so. agree. Uh, Okay, I actually lied. I have one more Zelda prediction, and I I actually didn't even predict this on the Zelda cast, but I'm just going to make it official here for you. Um, You will play as the hero from 10,000 years prior in the sequel to Breath of the Wild.
1: Um, So this requires
0: a little bit of knowledge of Breath of the Wild, but essentially in the game they tell you of a hero from 10,000 years earlier that fought Calamity Ganon and, and all that stuff... I think that you're gonna go back in time and play as this hero.
1: Um, I I don't know. <laughs> uh, f- five out of ten, I guess. I don't know. I I'm not. I'm not. I don't know that much of the uh, Breath of the Wild lore. I, I thought I thought I knew a good chunk of it, but I guess not. <laughs> all
0: right, five out of ten. Uh, uh, that's all right. Uh, let's hope that uh, this one actually comes true, because then I'll get some points. Uh, I have, So I have one more general Zelda prediction. Before we move on. You can tell I loaded up on Zelda here. But I think it's gonna be the Zelda show, so here I go. And I'm lumping all my eggs into one basket here, so you can give me uh your last your last one before we move on.
1: I feel I feel there, like our last one is gonna be the same, but go on.
0: Uh okay. There are no ports of Twilight Princess or the Wind Waker announced, nor is there an Oracle remake. So no Twilight Princess, no Wind Waker. And no Oracle remakes announced for Nintendo Switch at this E3 Direct.
1: Mm, nah, I'm going. I'm going a four on that. I think we're getting at least. I think we're getting at least one of those ports. Because the thing is, we've gotten at least one Zelda title every single year. One, one either HD port remake or original title, and we haven't. Like all we've gotten is Majora's Mask on NSO, which obviously that doesn't count. But I'm I'm thinking we're getting we're going to get at least one of those ports to fill in the gaps. Um, so let me ask you,
0: when do you think that comes out? If we if we're going to assume that Breath of the Wild 2 comes out in March or even June. Let's let's assume it comes out sometime in there and we've just said that Metroid Prime HD is coming out in October or November. That doesn't leave a lot of time for another Zelda game to come out.
1: I mean, Nintendo could double up on on, uh, games in a month, I mean, in October, we had Metroid Dread and Mario Party, so, I mean, you know, it's not unprecedented to have, you know, more than one, you know, Switch exclusive game come out during the same period of time, um, I'm sure there's, like, others that I'm thinking of, um, um, that I can't think of at the top of my head, but, um, but yeah, I could totally see, like... That
0: is true, that is true. I
1: could totally see, um, Zelda doubling up, or even, like, um, even, like, December, I could totally see it taking up, like, a late December... Holiday spot as well. So I so think something
0: I'm, else goes there, but we'll get to that.
1: But um but yeah, basically my, my prediction was that Wind Waker and or Twilight Princess HD would be revealed. I have nothing on um nothing on Oracle remake, so I can't really comment on that. But I do think at least one of those will be revealed to fill in the Zelda list gap of the year.
0: Uh Okay, well, I guess if I am saying that it's not going to be revealed, I have to take a hard stance and say and give you a low score here. Um, so I'm gonna say two out of ten because I don't think it's impossible. Like I, I, I don't think it's impossible, but I, I just mean, don't think that it's very likely.
1: I mean, you um, I mean, you are you are correct. I mean, if there's one thing that I've learned with Nintendo, it's that um, you can't always rely on pattern recognition because if there's anyone that can veer off um. Uh, the charted course, it's Nintendo. They can throw you for a loop, so it's, I mean, I acknowledge, yeah, it's absolutely possible that uh, we don't get any Zelda this year at all. But just based on uh, the precedent of the Switch, I'm going to say that we're, I'm feeling confident that we're going to get at least one of those.
0: Alright, so that's thats it for me for Zelda. I don't have any more Zelda predictions. Do you have any
1: more that you want to unload? No, I don't. But I do have uh, I do have some very fun stuff coming up.
0: Alright, let's get to it. Yeah, take us away, Doom. I feel like I've been predicting here for a little bit. Uh, take uh, take the raids, my, my dude.
1: Okay, well, for this next prediction, I was going to go on this whole fun uh, treasure hunting scheme to see uh, if you and the other viewers could see what I was talking about. But uh, based on uh, the leaks that have happened within the last few days, especially the one earlier this morning, um, I don't really think there's any point in it anymore. Um, let's talk about GoldenEye 007 uh, or as I like to call it the worst kept secret of 2022 so for those who have for those who've been living under a rock um, GoldenEye 007 is basically all but confirmed to be showing up at the Microsoft show the achievements for the uh, remaster were basically leaked on Microsoft's actual website itself uh, alongside some of the Rare employees uh, that work there so I mean it's it's all but confirmed to show up at their showcase, but the que- the big question, obviously it's showing up on Xbox, which means it's probably going to show up on PC, but is it going to show up on the Nintendo Switch? Are we going to get the real GoldenEye, not that, not the crappy Wii port, are we going to get the real GoldenEye on a Nintendo console again? And baby, I think it's time. I think 2022 is the year of Metroid, it's the year of Zelda, and it's the year of James Bond on the Nintendo Switch. We're going to get Goldeneye 007 coming this year for the 20th anniversary of Goldeneye. Okay? I'm, actually, I'm pretty no, high not the on this actually. 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary. Right.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty high on this. I last week I actually made my predictions like almost 2 weeks ago. And last week I added in something before this Goldeneye business really picked up or before I kind of got wind of it that said I think there's going to be another Microsoft property announced is coming to Nintendo switch. And that was my official prediction. And I think that GoldenEye is probably that game. Um, I think it's probably that game. It makes a lot of sense. I can't think of another game. Like I could see them maybe saying like here's rare replay available on Nintendo switch and, and golden is a part of that or something like that. Um, so I'm pretty high on that, and that's that's an official prediction of mine as well. Another Microsoft property coming to Nintendo Switch. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a nine on that. Um, what do you What do you want to give me back in return? It sounds like a ten.
1: Uh yeah, I'll give you, I'll I'll give you a nine as well. We'll We'll keep it fair and even. Okay. Trade nines. Um, okay, that's so fair. this is so this isn't part of my prediction, but this is just something I want to ask you. Do you think we're gonna get the original Golden Eye on the NSO on the NSO expansion pass or do you think we're going to get that same remaster, like, on the eShop itself as a standalone purchase?
0: No, I, I think if it's coming over, it's going to be a remaster. Um, okay. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me to release it as part of Nintendo Switch Online, because then, by definition, you're getting, like, the N64 port of that game, right? Um, and I don't know if there's any particular licensing issues that Nintendo themselves would have to to go through with whoever owns the, the to James Bond. Oh, oh, they do. Absolutely.
1: That's why it's been, that's why it's been very hard to get it ported for so long. It is an absolute mess. If if
0: Microsoft, if Microsoft is making the game, they've probably already done all that. So then Nintendo really just has to license with Microsoft, which seems like a fairly, you know, a a fairly uh, giving relationship. So yeah, I I think it'll be the new version. It doesn't make sense to give away the version for free. If you're trying to pump out a, a new version for, for money at least to me
1: yeah you know what that that's actually really fair now that you mentioned that i was because i was gonna go 50 50 before but i think you've i think you've steered me more into uh getting the remaster on switch which i mean is certainly preferable i, I mean so i think I that that yeah yeah and especially because yeah. i i don't know if you saw the um the leaked build that was originally going to be on the xbox live arcade but there's um there's a feature on there similar to master chief collection where you can press one of the buttons and it'll transition between the old school and the new and the new graphics. So even if you want even if you prefer those classic N64 visuals, you can do that at least in the leaked arcade build.
0: That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, yeah. okay, well, since we're talking about Nintendo Switch Online, here's here's another one. I'm going to be Debbie Downer. There is no Game Boy Advance, no Game Boy Color, and no Game Boy games coming to Nintendo Switch Online shown in this direct. I'm not saying that it'll never happen. I'm sure that it probably will happen. But I think if they're going to announce it, it's going to be in September, and it will not take place at this Direct.
1: Yep, 10. So, totally agree. Sorry. Totally agree, because I'm pretty sure all of the uh, NSO stuff has been talked about in, like, the, um, the September Direct.
0: I mean, that makes sense, right? Like, that's on people's subscriptions. If they bought it year one, roll over. Like, that's when my subscription rolls over, so...
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think Nintendo wants to, like... I don't think they want to waste too much time during the E3 Direct to talk about that. I think they want to talk about, like, hey, these are the new releases coming to our console. This is why... Um, this is why you're you're buying the Switch in the first place. So, I think that that's right. still going to be the big focus.
0: All right. All right, take us away.
1: All right. So, we're going to go uh, somewhat into the land of Mario, but not, um, not quite in those lands. It's going to be a little, uh, little more tropical because the long rumored Donkey Kong from the Odyssey team is going to be revealed. And I told you, I like to get fun with predictions. It's going to be the first 3d title since Donkey Kong 64.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: I don't, well, know if, I don't know almost. if it's coming out this year or not. I don't know if it's coming out this year or not. Um, that's not part of my prediction. But I do think we're going to see a 3D Donkey Kong at the not E3 Direct.
0: We were almost on the same page. We're almost there. But I'm going to give you a 3 out of 10. That's And I'll fair. tell you why. And I'm going to segue into a prediction of my own. Because we will see Donkey Kong. However... A new Donkey Kong Country game is going to be revealed and it will release in early 2023 so within the first 6 months and it will be a 2D adventure.
1: I'm going to give that a 7 actually cuz I actually again I do think that's the more likely option. But again, wouldn't it be cool if it was 3D? Wouldn't that be oh.
0: I I would probably be more excited if it was uh th- if it was 3D. I I think that like I think that either way, like, I'd be excited to see Donkey Kong. Like, I just, I feel like oh, it's, absolutely, again, yeah. it, it's time, right? It's time. We've only had Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which is a port, and I, I mean, I'm looking at my, the lineup of the Nintendo Switch, and it's, like, seems crazy to me that there hasn't been, like, an original Donkey Kong anything. Like, talk about dropping the ball on a series. Like, in the 90s, this was, like, a powerhouse franchise for Nintendo, and since then, they just, you know, they, they let it kind of wither and die, so... Yeah, I, I think it's time for uh, for our man to come back and and get to swinging and collecting bananas. And I think they're gonna do Donkey Kong Country as much as I would like to see 3D.
1: Yeah, even um, even on the Wii, I believe um, Returns sold like what five million copies, which I mean that's Six. more than that's more than any Metroid title has sold so far. So I mean, I'm surprised that we still haven't seen an original DK title in the Switch.
0: Yeah, I, I think Tropical Freeze has done fairly well on the Switch as well. Like like Donkey Kong is a powerful franchise. I think a lot of people forget how big Donkey Kong is. And and he could be bigger if they were, you know, supporting it. Like imagine if Donkey Kong got like yearly releases the way that Zelda does. I mean, like Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a franchise that's probably on par with Zelda right now, if that is the case.
1: I mean Donkey Kong is literally the game that put Nintendo on the map. I mean, it's Donkey yeah. Kong. <laughs> Like, arguably one of the most iconic characters of all time. And, like, obviously, like, you know, you know, he's not, like, he's not, like, a C-list celebrity uh, by any means. But, like, he's definitely not at his peak, which is a a shame because, you know, I I love my boy.
0: Um, Alright, so let's talk about Mario Kart. Um, I don't know if this is low-hanging fruit or not, but I think that it's going to happen. I've talked about how I think that the... Nintendo Directs are really missing that Smash reveal trailer. It was a great way to kick off the Direct. It was a great way to, you know, end the Direct sometimes. And I think we're going to see that with Mario Kart. There is going to be new playable characters as added as paid DLC. And uh, I think they are going to be characters from outside the Mario Kart realm. So, like, uh, for example, like a Samus or like a Captain Falcon or something like that. I'm not saying those characters exactly, but like... There's gonna be new playable characters that are not from the Mario Kart world added as paid DLC.
1: Zero. Wow. Zero. It's not happening. It, it, here's the thing, I would I would certainly love that. I'm not saying that's a bad idea by any means. That sounds awesome. But that sounds way too good to be true because we already are in the midst of a giant paid DLC. I can't imagine that you would do stack another paid DLC on um on top of that. Um, and, and even, and even if they, like, did a surprise announcement, like, hey, we're adding new characters to the booster course pass, I feel like that's something they would have advertised beforehand, because I don't think, I don't think something like that would be something they would reveal later on, because I would imagine it would also include, like, first party characters too, you know what I mean? And so I feel like they would at least get the first party characters out of the way beforehand, and then do, like, um... Or, I mean, like, the the Mario Universe characters and then start doing the outside-of-the-university 3. But I, I feel like we well, would I, have I gotten mean, like, that How many right more Mario
0: characters can you possibly have, though? Like, th- we got, like, baby Rosalina in this game, you know?
1: Well, I mean, that's just because the roster sucks. There's plenty of awesome Mario characters still in the Mario universe. You can st- also, the, you know, there's stuff outside of the universe, like the DK universe, the Wario universe, the Luigi's Mansion universe. There's so much stuff to tap into. It's just that Mario Kart 8's character roster sucks for the most part, which is a shame because that's, like, one of the few uh downer points for me when it comes to that game um so, so
0: two things i want to i want to clarify quick i i think personally for me i would consider like donkey kong and uh um wario like not i personally would have them outside the mario kart universe but i guess i shouldn't because i think diddy has showed up before as a racer but
1: i don't diddy, know. I, I feel like diddy and funky it. have shown up in mario kart Wii, and then um uh dixie really kong showed funky? up yeah, Funky Kong's in Mario Kart Wii, and then uh, Dixie Kong okay. showed up in the um, in a tour of the mobile game. Um, so
0: I, I feel like you got more people than ever playing Mario Kart Eight now that the the new booster course is released. Strike while the iron is hot. Get that DLC out. Um, okay, dude, take us away with your
1: next pick. Uh, it would be awesome, but it's not happening, unfortunately. However, I do also have a. Uh, unfortunately, I you know I've been going with a lot of fun predictions. This one is a pretty. I feel like it's a pretty bare bones prediction, but uh Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Wave 2 trailer, I feel like that's an obvious one. Uh we oh, get three yeah. we get three directs during the year. The pass ends at 2023. That leaves room for six directs including that initial announcement trailer. So I feel like we're going to be getting uh the Booster Course Pass trailers during each of the directs moving forward. Um to make it a little more interesting though, I do want to predict that at least um Koopa Cape and Waluigi Pinball, uh, two fan favorite tracks, are going to make an appearance in this trailer.
0: Koopa Cape and Waluigi Pinball. Okay, uh, I mean I don't know about the tracks, but I I think it's like the biggest guarantee that you can possibly get that this is this trailer is going to be shown. That's like that's kind of like thinking that like Splatoon three is going to be shown. Yeah, like it's absolutely <laughs> going to be there. So uh, I'll I'll give you a ten for that one.
1: Yeah, that, that, um, that's fair.
0: Alright, let's let's uh, let's keep it going here with, with stuff that uh, I'm trying to will into existence, because I don't think that this is necessarily going to come true, but well, I got, I'm going to predict it anyways. I still
1: got some more Mario predictions, or do you want to just come back to those later?
0: Oh, no, 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 I, I, I'll tell you what, let's finish off Mario, let's finish off Mario.
1: Okay, well, I got a couple more. Um, uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be predicting Odyssey 2 as much as I would love to predict that. I, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I think the next Mario game is going to be... A completely new original 3D Mario that's somewhat based off Bowser's Fury, but nonetheless, let's get to the actual predictions. Uh, Mario Strikers uh, comes out in just a few days. We, have you know, we're in the middle of the uh, the online demo that just released. So by the time this direct happens, this game will already be released, and we already know uh, that there's going to be free updates like the other Mario Sports games. And so I think we are going to get a um, a short teaser for the first free update, and it is going to include. Daisy, who for some reason is not in the starting roster of this game, which I believe uh, is illegal in at least 17 different countries.
0: You know, I know that you guys are excited about this game, but every time I see this game, I'm just like, this looks horrible. This game, like, it looks awful. And it's funny, because I feel like like Mario Tennis was also awful. I don't know what it is about these Mario sports games, but...
1: uh... It's not that the games know. are... Op- the problem that I have with Mario sports games in the Switch era is that the core mechanics are there, for, for the most part. I think golf is the exception to that. But I like the core mechanics of this game, and I like the core mechanics of tennis, but there's not enough content at launch, and then it's slowly drip it out. And it's like, they try to justify it because it's a free update, but it's like, no, the, you, you can't do that. Like, especially if you're asking me to pay $60, like, right there at the front, and I just... It's a shame. I just, I wish that these games just had more content at launch. And then, in, cause like, I, th- I feel like the Splatoon games do it right. Cause those games, those I, feel I agree, like, 60, yeah. those games feel like $60 games in the front. And then slowly out through time, you get new maps, new weapons, you know, new quality of life improvements and stuff like that. And, and then they, and then, you know, with Splatoon 2, they also did a paid DLC expansion, which I thought was justified with the amount of content you got there. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't like how Mario Sports games have been handled in the Switch. I definitely agree there.
0: Um I'll go I don't think I actually gave you a percent. I'll go uh I'll go nine out of ten. That that seems like a pretty reasonable reasonable pick to me. Um So yeah, nine out of ten for, for Daisy being shown as a striker's playable character in, in that teaser. Um do you have anything else, Mario, or do you want to move on?
1: Um, Mario Party Superstars DLC is not happening. Because because the obvious move would be to release DLC for the one Mario Party game that everyone is on board of, that everyone likes. But if there's one thing that I've learned with Nintendo in the past 15 years, it's that they always have to find some way to mess up Mario Party. And for Superstars, it's going to be that they do not capitalize on... On the uni- the unification of the Mario Party community, and uh, and that is why we are not going to get any DLC or post launch updates for this game, to my disappointment. Because my lord, would I pay some money for some uh, for some more maps in this game, especially from like uh, four through eight? Because uh, all the maps are for are from one through three, which are awesome. But I mean, that's neither here nor there.
0: I'm a ten on this. Like I. <laughs> I don't know. To, to me, Mario Party is kind of like the Mario sports series where it's just like limping along as like this broken cash cow that unsuspecting people will buy and not realize that it's kind of like a bad game and not that good. Like, I, I feel like Mario Party really since the N64 has just been a series that's, you know, been phoned in like every single time. And I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think like it's, it's a fun enough experience, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm a 10 on that. I feel like Nintendo doesn't really care about Mario Party, and it's just, they release it to make money as quickly as they can.
1: Well, it's a shame, because I think Superstars is, like, one of the best Mario Party games that we've gotten in so long. It's really good. It's like, they, you know, um, Cube the developers, it's like they finally, like, they finally just addressed every, pretty much every, um, you know, critical hit that we've, uh, you know, that the community has been talking about with these games for so long. And it's just like, capitalize on that. Like, e- like even if it's paid DLC, like, all like, again, I'll, I would happily pay more money for more maps, but it's like, uh, it, it's just, it sounds too good to be true. It's too, it's too reasonable, you know? <laughs>
0: uh, yep. Yep. I agree. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's move on beyond, uh, Beyond Mario here, because I have, I have a spicy one for you that I, like I said, I don't actually think that this is going to come true, but I'm trying to will it into existence. Final Fantasy VII Remake is announced for Nintendo Switch and releases in 2023.
1: As a native port or as a cloud port? Uh
0: Either. I, I'm not specifying.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna go, I thought
0: about that, and my heart says they would, they won't do this cloud business. But my head says that there's three it, I'm, Kingdom I'm Hearts. I'm in the opposite.
1: That, I'm in the opposite camp because, because like, yeah, I feel like if it's coming to switch, it's got to be a cloud port. I mean, the Kingdom Hearts games, which have no business being on the cloud, they um, you know, Square was lazy and did cloud ports. It, for uh, them, that's so, just outrageous. Yeah. yeah. So like, if they're gonna do that for Kingdom Hearts, of course they're gonna do that for FF Seven Remake. So I'll I'll give. I'm gonna give a six on that just for the cloud because that totally sounds like something that Square would pull.
0: I, I I was giving it like a one to be honest. I I don't think that it's gonna happen, but I I'm trying to to fake it till you make it, you know. Um, six I've for got the a cloud good one for you.
1: Uh, I, I I was gonna say six for cloud, zero for no cloud. Anyways, go on.
0: Zero for no cloud. Zero <laughs> for no cloud. Hey-oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Okay, here, here's one that I think is, is a safe prediction, so I tried to be a little bit more specific. Xenoblade Chronicles X finally, finally, finally gets off the albatross that is the Wii U and comes to Nintendo Switch in January or February 2023.
1: Zero, but not because I don't think it's coming. I just don't think it's going to be revealed in this E3. I think that they want to focus on Xenoblade 3 since that will be coming out... That, that comes out literally next month. That comes out in July. <laughs> wow, we are already uh, at the halfway point. But, um, yeah, I think... it. Do- yeah. This
0: does seem like a title that you could reveal in September. I, I grant you that. But I, th- I think it's time. And I think that while Xenoblade is kind of, like, riding hot, they might want to show it off, you know?
1: Well, I, I, even September, I feel like, is going to be too soon. I feel like we won't see X for another year or two, personally. But I, either way point is i don't think we're seeing it at e3 so i'm giving that a zero
0: okay okay i have let's see i have one two three four more how many do you have doom
1: i only have two more so uh you you do one more and okay. then i guess i can go on from there
0: yeah i'll, I'll go because this is another kind of easy peasy one um advanced wars gets a new release date december 2022
1: yep that's i think that's uh an easy 110 that sounds right so december sounds right for that type of game uh nice and uh unintrusive makes sense
0: yes another reason by the way which is why i don't think that zelda is slotting into that december time frame
1: i think it depends on like where in december like maybe if um zelda or advance wars were like on the opposite ends of the month i could see it working out maybe but i don't know it all depends
0: maybe we'll see um all right what you what you got
1: all right. I have one third-party prediction and one first-party prediction. I think you know. What, I think I'm gonna go with the third-party first. I think I'll okay? Cause I because I feel like this is another easy peasy one. I want I want to end it off with a good prediction. So, uh, before the February direct, we had um, a ratings leak from one of the Eastern Asian territories. I can't remember which one. About a, a Batman Arkham collection coming to the Nintendo Switch. And this was one of the few predictions that I got wrong during the February Direct because I thought, well, obviously it's going to show up there. It didn't. I think we're going to see Batman Arkham Collection coming to a Switch in the E3 Direct. Um, And that's going to be awesome because, you know, we've done an Inspired by Metroid on Asylum, which is awesome. All three of the mainline games are awesome, including Origins. And uh, yeah, more people need to play these. And uh, putting on the Nintendo Switch, Be the Batman on the go is going to be really cool.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give that a 7 out of 10. I, I'm surprised that they're not there already. You know, I, I kind of hate to say it, but like, part of me is, part of me is just like, like, who cares, right? Like, these are like so old and and stuff like that. And I get that like playing them on a new system is, is ideal, but, um, I, I think that, I think that they probably will find their way to Nintendo Switch. I thought that, yeah, I thought they would have been on their way already, and I'm not sure if like this direct is the time to reveal that, which is why I'm not going 10, just because I feel like there's more important fish to fry. And this to me kind of seems like, like uh, an announcement you'd fill in, in, in like a February or September direct, when like you're kind of not setting up the, the rest of your year in the same manner. But I think that's uh, fair. Yeah. I, I don't think it's like unlikely that being said. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Um, here's an easy 10. For you, Doom <laughs> One. I think this is the lowest hanging possible fruit of the entire bunch. Hollow Knight, Silk
1: Song. Sorry, folks. I actually don't think this one's impossible. However, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, however, I'm not sure if this is going to appear in either in the direct or if it's going to appear in the uh, the Keeley Summer Games Fest. But I don't know. I don't think it's impossible this year. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a four. I'm gonna go four because I I don't think it's happening, but I also don't think it's impossible okay. either.
0: Well, I think that that's uh, that's higher than I expected it to be. I I am not expecting to see this at this Nintendo Direct, but I, again, if we do, man, that would be awesome. And and again, we've been saying it's time for a lot of games, and it's it feels like it's certainly time for this game.
1: It's been like what. Two and a half years now since Silk Song was announced, or has it been longer than that?
0: I think it's been longer than that. I feel like Silk Song was announced like almost right after Hollow Knight came out, to be honest. Like, because originally they said, like, I was confused when they announced it if it was DLC or if it was a new game, and and they clarified that it was a new game, and I feel like that was forever ago.
1: I'll have to to look that up after we finish recording.
0: Um, okay, I got uh, another one here, and then we can each end on one. Um, Bayonetta 3 is nowhere near ready. It will not release at 2022. is pushed back to 2023, and no release date is given. This game looked rough at the end of the last direct that we saw it at. It definitely it it seems to me like it needs some some time to cook. Um. So we're we are not seeing it this year. Our release schedule is basically already filled up, anyways. So push it to next
1: year. I'm going as zero on that. It's absolutely releasing this year. Um, and all, and also we've seen Oof. and also I I don't know if I agree with it looking rough, but even if I were if even if I were to go there, I feel like I mean Luigi's Mansion 3 um was released was announced during a similar time frame and that looked rough, but then when we saw it at E3, I mean that's when the game like was really updated and it looked like more of the final product that we got now. Again, Luigi's Mansion 3 somehow making its way into the podcast. Um, arguably one of the best-looking games on the Switch. It's, it always finds a way, somehow. I always find a way to to bring it in the conversation. But, uh, nonetheless, I, Bayonetta is absolutely, um, is absolutely uh, coming out this year. I think that's going to be another October game for me, personally. But I'm not willing to go down on the release date. I'm just saying uh, that your prediction is a 0 out of 10.
0: No, I, I'm looking at this game and... Boy, I I think it looks really rough, but uh, I guess I guess we'll see. Like, look at the subway in this trailer. It just lo- I'm watching the trailer right now. This just looks oof. Um, all right.
1: Well, you got one left in your chamber. What do you got? All right, Andy, you're gonna love this. So okay, okay here we go. So uh, Andy's, uh, your game of the year, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, is getting a paid DLC single player expansion to be released before the end of the year
0: oh sorry i I had to wake back up that's that's your (laughs) final prediction i thought you died for a moment i was like oh no (laughs) yeah i i i I was considering just hanging up actually (laughs) i I mean i don't think that's outrageous i think that that's like uh so here's my thing actually i think that kirby will probably get dlc for sure i don't know if it'll be paid dlc you said paid DLC, right?
1: Yes, I said paid DLC. I want again. I wanted to spice it up a little bit.
0: Right. Uh, I don't think that's like an outrageous pick at all. Um, I think that eh, I don't know, like a six, like because I I think that Kirby typically doesn't have paid DLC. You know what Kirby mostly has? Kirby mostly has DLC to fix problems that. <laughs> That should have been fixed before the game released in the first place, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like a six, I, I could see it happening. I could, I could see. I think it'll get some kind of update for sure. I don't know if it'll be paid single player DLC, but it wouldn't shock me. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a six.
1: All right, I'll take it.
0: I have one left. I have one left, and I, I'm trying to will this into existence because I I actually don't really think that this is a huge chance of coming true but if it did i think that that would be very 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 cool for you know whoever in the world hasn't played this already but here we go Super Smash Bros Ultimate Complete Edition releases every piece of DLC complete one retail price 79 or 60 for you american folk um I think that it would just be cool to have, I don't know if it makes a lot of business sense necessarily to do this, but just to have like that one collection and one source for all these characters and all this content and and everything like that, it, it could be like a really nice way to put a bow on, on, you know, some of the, the smash bros journey. Maybe it even has some like behind the scenes, like featurettes with Sakurai and stuff like that to kind of make it worth it to people that already have bought, the Smash Bros. DLC. Um, so yeah, Smash Bros. Ultimate Complete Edition.
1: I'm giving that like... No,
0: no release.
1: No release date, okay. Uh, I'm giving that like a 2. I don't think that's happening. I mean, you pretty much said it in your um, in your initial pitch. I don't know if it makes much business sense. Yeah, you're right, it doesn't. The DLC is still selling like gangbusters. Um, I don't see Nintendo doing anything like that until the DLC sales... Uh, start to dwindle so like maybe like at the end of the switch's life cycle i could see like them repackage everything together maybe even then i'm not sure about that though but yeah i i just don't see that
0: well one prediction that i know is coming 100% true is that we are going to be reacting to this nintendo direct when it does happen in hopefully 9 days and we gonna, we're going to we're going to give you our thoughts the good the bad and the ugly and hopefully there's more good than ugly but I think I think that uh, the good would be, doom, if all of our predictions about Metroid and Zelda came true. The bad would be if Metroid Prime 4 skipped us direct and the ugly would be if we do not have a subtitle for Breath of the Wild 2, that I will puke if we don't have that subtitle. I,
1: I don't know what we're gonna do with you if they if they still don't reveal the subtitle.
0: <laughs> I, I I know exactly what. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and get that big glass of tequila and I'm gonna sit here on stream and I'm gonna drown my sorrows away for having to report and write about a game called Breath of the Wild 2 for the next six months or however longer it's going to be.
1: No, no, you have to say it the official way. It's the sequel to The Legend of Zelda oh, right. Breath of the Wild. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, well, there it is in the book. We'll have to do some follow-up here to see who is uh, who comes out with some correct predictions here. I think that if, if there's a 10 out of 10 prediction that we both agreed on, if it comes true, maybe it's still worth one point just to, you know, just to make it not a wash so we'll see we'll tally up these results and we will uh we'll have a winner and and doom and i are gonna be either playing kirby or either playing some kind of jrpg here very soon which will be fun
1: yeah yeah please please select something off the uh, nso online app so i don't have to uh buy anything please <laughs>
0: um i'll i'll see what i can do for you At uh, the best the best jrpgs aren't on nso i'll just say that right now uh, except for maybe earthbound but that's That's kind of like a, that's an anomaly kind of RPG. Um, I'd be down to try
1: Earthbound. I,
0: you know, I actually wouldn't recommend Earthbound as, like, a JRPG for someone that's never played a JRPG. Uh, Does it have a
1: lot of, like, hardcore mechanics and stuff like that? Uh,
0: no, I wouldn't say hardcore mechanics, just, it's not, uh... It's not beginner-friendly? It's... It's it, for me. For me, I don't think it was beginner friendly, but maybe that's because I was used to playing JRPGs in another style. So we'll see. Um, all right. Well, we are going to get out of here, and uh, we will see you guys if all things go according to plan. We will see you guys, and we'll live stream the episode next week. That's assuming that Nintendo announces ahead of time when their direct is going to be. When they do, we will of course stream our our pre show, post show kind of thing. And uh give you our reactions and um you know hopefully have some good Metroid news. Until then, we want you guys to be checking us out over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod at Spateri316 at Dumanal Cross, and uh check us out over on Patreon as well, by the way, where we'll uh, have a ton of interesting bonus stuff coming your way very, very soon. That is gonna do it for us. Uh we are going to get out of here. Make sure that you're subscribing wherever you get your podcasts, just a friendly reminder. If you are a fan of the Champions cast, that is now the Zelda cast, so make sure that you give uh, the Zelda cast a follow wherever your preferred social media destination is, and we'll see you guys next week for the E3 Direct! Until then...